Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the sick, radical decade that was the 90s, brah? Well, you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. What is up? How's it going? <sighs> it is doing way better today. I got a question for you. Tell me. Ask Real me. Real quick question. Give it to me. When it is around, let's say, 10 o'clock. A.M. or P.M.? P.M. P.M. Uh, are you going to bed at that time? Um, well, define going to bed. <laughs> Like, maybe not, like, going to sleep, but, like, all right, I'm winding down. Maybe I'll go lay in bed. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Like, kind of, like, putting a nightcap on the night, right? Yeah, you know, you fill the cat bowls, you get your nightstand water. Yeah. You go sit okay. in the bed, you decide to watch Murder Channel for, like, eight hours. Exactly. Okay. When it is said time to start getting comf and ready to go to bed, what's the temperature in your house? Cold as fuck, because I cannot sleep and I'm hot. Because you turn the AC on and it gets that way? Yeah. Okay. So what would you say? Maybe like sit low 70s? Or do you go into the 60s? I would go into the 60s if my wallet would allow it in the summer. We keep it okay. probably like 70 in the in the summer. <clears throat> okay. So <clears throat> last night at 10 o'clock, we went to go kind of lay down because it was so swelteringly hot yeah it's fucking hot like in your okay. home yeah it what was happened? 10 p.m 10 p.m ac's been running non-stop it was 82 degrees oh my god no so we were just like puddles just laying there like don't <laughs> fucking touch me get away from me and then jinx has got her hot ass breath just like <gasps> <laughs> Gross. And I'm like, get it away! Look the other way! Ugh, it's a sweaty battery, like a slipper and slide. So, called the people. It is not not even 7 o'clock yet. And it's already 73 in here. They fixed the AC. Life is great. Good. God. My God. I was in an apartment in college, and the AC went out, and they didn't fix that shit for like a month. And it was dead of summer. Dude. It was no. horrible. And I think that's illegal in Texas. Oh, we should have known that at the time, but we were but poor college yeah. students, and we were just like, I guess we'll just hang out and die. I guess we deal with it. It was awful. And the whole apartment complex, it was out, so like everyone would stand yeah. in their doorway in their fucking underwear. Nobody would even care. It'd be like, <laughs> hey, what's up? That's kind of how I've been. I've been like, I mean, I get it. We're on the third floor. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just, it's it's just the way it is, right? God, no. But Jinx was so hot last night. Poor baby. And I was like, you don't deserve this. I'm calling the people. <laughs> so it's fixed in life. Life is great. Something just like banged out there and I Toast was looking. Yeah. 
was loud. What was it, Toast? Creep up on it. No, but when our apartment went out, or when our, our whole apartment went out, uh, when our AC went out in our apartment, uh, we had guinea pigs at the time. And guinea pigs, uh-huh. their little body temperature has to be, like, so regular or they'll overheat and die. Oh, no. I know. And so we would have to, like, take turns just, like, holding them in our hands huh. in front of the open freezer and just, like, are you okay? <laughs> just Jesus Christ. Take some breast in the freezer. Okay, I gotta go get your brother now. <laughs> go grab the brother and just sit him in the freezer. How are you doing? Oh, man. Yeah, like, we were trying to give Jinx, like, ice water last night, and she was like, ooh, there's stuff in this water. No, thank you. I will not have it. No. So, <clears throat> well, that's been fixed. That's a good thing. Um, I did want to tell you about something that's been happening at work lately. Oh, yeah? You so, this beverage. It's, like, it's wet, do and it. my hands are covered in lotion, and I'm just... Do it. Ugh. Oh, oh man, that I I could hear the strain. <laughs> Got it open. So my allergies are acting up, and so I'm having a a hot beverage. How are you having a hot beverage in this weather? Because it's cold in here now. Because the AC is fixed. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I can I can actually have this. I'm <laughs> having a little Earl Grey. Here you go. That's uh. <sighs> aromatic i can smell the tea through the monitor oh man got just like a little touch of honey in there it's great (laughs) fantastic so ferdin had uh tweeted at me after one of our previous episodes Uh uh-huh um bringing to my attention a my little pony mobile game oh my god i've been getting ads for that really yes that's kind of funny. It's, I swear to God, like, your phones listen to you. It's a thing. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, I am playing it right now, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> maybe it's just, like, gone through my contacts and is like, and for everyone, everyone he knows. Everybody. Everyone's going to be playing. So, Ferdin sent it to me, and I was like, I think I've played this one. So I downloaded it, <laughs> and and it's one that I played, like, seven years ago when the show was new, right? All right. Um... It was really bad. Alright, so it's so it's one of those games where, like, you set a character to, like, do a task, and it takes them, like, two hours. You come back in two hours and collect your gold and stuff, okay. you know? Yeah, like So it's like one of those build. clicky games. Yeah. Well, when I played it back in the day, it, it didn't give you some of your components fast enough that it was kind of forcing you to spend money, you know? Okay. So, like, I kind of hit a wall where it was like, I can't collect this stuff fast enough. The only way would be to get money. Or, like, just, like, spend money. So, yeah. fuck this game. And I got rid of it. So, I've been playing it now. They seem to have fixed this. They've balanced it pretty good, right? Well, <clears throat> I was at work. I had already set all my people to do their stuff. And I was talking to somebody down the way, like, far away from my desk. And I hear this jingle, and it just goes, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that sounds like My Little Pony. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and I walk back to my desk, and everyone's pointing at my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> it had screeched. It didn't say My Little Pony, but it's just like this, like, girly jingle, just like, yeah, just like 
blares, right? Oh my god. So I'm like, oh, who knows? I guess, oh, like, uh, some weird push notification. Who knows what the fuck that is, right? <laughs> Whose phone is this? No, it's not my phone. Everybody look, look away. Go away. So I turned notifications down, system volume down, everything all the way down, right? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> well, yesterday I'm in a meeting with my boss. Oh, no. And we're doing, like, a Skype call. Oh, God. And so I'm sitting there. We're having, like, this serious discussion. Shit's intense. And I turned everything down. Just as loud. (laughs) It screeches My Little Pony. And she just, like, looked. And it's not even that fast. It's a slower version of that. Oh, my God. And so I'm just sitting there with my eyes wide, just like. What is that? <laughs> it just keeps on going, doesn't it? Oh, um, no. Uh, excuse me. Uh, all of your villagers have finished their task. Yes, I know. Thank you. We just Close. had to sound it from the fucking rooftops. My little booty! It was... It's so embarrassing. Oh, my God. Please tell me what insulted. Like, mm. Uh, no, I I <laughs> just tried to manage it better today. I was like, alright, I'm gonna set you to a three-hour task, you to a two-hour task, that way you both can't be done at the same time, and hopefully I'll check it in the meantime so that I can start you on a new one so that when this one finishes, everybody's not on the same page, and it happened again today. Oh, man. Why? So it's only, like, whenever your villages are not doing something... So, like, I set everybody to do their thing, right? Like, you take two hours to do this. You, two hours to do this. And when it's ready for me to collect everything, it says, like, hey, come collect your stuff, because everybody has finished all their tasks. Right? (laughs) Okay. So if, like, nine of them finished, but one still has 20 minutes left, if I went and checked it, fixed everything, it wouldn't blare, but as soon as the tenth one hits, <laughs> it just goes, my little pony! Okay, so you have to set, like, it. an alarm on your phone before before that last pony finishes their task. Or, well, I just find I a ten-hour task. everybody to, like, ten-hour task. Yeah. Just work through work today. God. I don't have time for you. That's the worst. <clears throat> so, that was hilarious. And then... <clears throat> I thought that you would like this because this is a big deal for our little group. All right. Did you know we are at a five-year anniversary for something? Something that happened in 2014? Five years ago, on August 12th, 2014, something was released. I was going to say that I moved away. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, mean, I'm not celebrating that. No, we're not celebrating that. But a certain something that I still hold dear to my heart and that I preach the gospel for anytime I get a chance. Man, I'm like combing my brain. Is it a video game? Yes, it is. Is it one of the God of Wars? No. Uncharted? No. So anytime somebody has not heard of this, I go, oh, you haven't heard of this? Oh, Let you me haven't show heard you. the good word. Let me bring you in on the gospel that is... Our Lord and Savior. You showed it to me. I don't. I have no idea. It was never released. You can't even download it now. Oh, PT. PT is five years old. That old? Jesus Christ! Holy shit! That's so old. Are you <clears throat> kidding me? 
I heard that and was like, that is a lie. Looked it up and was like, oh my god. That's still, that remains one of, like, my favorite video game experiences. I was like, I'm still trying to find people to show that to. Like, it has never dulled in luster for me. You still have it on your console, right? Like, it's just... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a time capsule there. And you can't download it now. No. So if you had it at the time, if people don't know what we're talking about, it's the playable trailer for, uh... What would have been Silent Hills. Yes. So the fifth Silent Hill game. Um... And it was so creepy and so good. So creepy. And so the basic premise of it is you're walking through this hallway and everything is real spooky. Like a fetus in a bag is talking to you and you turn the corner (laughs) (laughs) and you go through the door. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. No. You go go through the door at the end of the hallway and you're back at the beginning of the hallway. So um, since you can't find it, I actually have preserved... The tightest run-through that I could ever get of that game. <laughs> and it is on that gaming channel that I discussed, so I will I will link it for you guys. You can watch it. It takes about 17 minutes to see the whole thing. That's it? <clears throat> if you just beeline through it, if you beeline it, and so, of course, I kind of cut out a lot of the, like, waiting at the end. Oh, yeah. So... The waiting is, like, the, the worst part, though. Ugh. So, listeners... This whole game is a puzzle, and to solve it is the most, to, like, end it is the most intricate set of steps. And it's just, it's one of those things that, like, the whole internet came together and was like, okay, what have you done? And I'll tell you what I have done, and we will figure this out. Let us do this. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. I still love it. I still talk about it. When I call it a video game experience, like, that's what it was. It was an immersive thing that... Just video game culture at the time was all about, and I, like I could taste it. You know, it was such a, it was a thing. I still love to find people that don't know it, Ugh. and I pull out like the headset with the microphone in it and go, "So who wants to talk to her?" <laughs> and people go, "What?" And I'm like, "You'll find out." <laughs> so I just wanted to share with you this uh, momentous occasion. We should have an anniversary playthrough. Oh my god, we should. Ugh. Maybe we can stream it. Oh my god, that would be fun. I haven't played that in so long. It's well, it's been about six months since I played it last. I can't believe we still, I found like, some people regularly go through and play it. I do. Like I try to keep up with it and remember it. And it's still it's still one of the only thing I can't play it in headphones. No, it's still too creepy. It's so can't creepy. Oh, like oh no, I can't. <laughs> no, it's like way too much. It is. So, that's what's been going on in my world. What about your world? I almost burned my house down. The Well, okay. <laughs> uh, probably shouldn't do that. I know. So I lit a candle. So what happened? A nice, okay. uh, it wasn't a Yankee candle, it's the other one. Bed Bath & Body Works, I think. Okay. So, it's a big, a big boy candle, you know, the three wick monster yeah. dudes. They're supposed to have, like, a long ass burn time. Yeah. So, I have a little candle holder for it. Like a little tin box thing, and I put it down inside there, and I lit it. Okay. And I forgot about it. <laughs> and I forgot about it. And then I went to bed. Oh, no. I know. So, every fucking night before bed, I have this, like, compulsion that I'm like, I better pick up all my shit off the floor, because if a fire starts in the middle of the night, and I trip <laughs> over something, I'll die. Like, I don't know why okay. my brain just goes there. I think it's, 
I think it's something my mom told me when I was little. Like, you should pick up your toys or you're going to trip over them and die if you wake up in the middle of the night and there's a fire. Jesus Christ. Thanks, Mom. Good going, Mom. You <laughs> made a survivor out of us. I know. So Lovely. That's what I do every night. Uh, I pick up my toys okay. so I don't burn to death. But, yeah, I, we woke up at, like, you know, 7 in the morning and I was like, why does it smell like lemon mint leaf in here? Like, yeah. Go out to the kitchen and this candle is at like the dregs of the wicks just all the way down. Wow. The black, the inside of the fucking tin thing is just black. The whole candle holder is sooty. I'm like, we almost died. This thing could have caught on fire. It would have been bad, but. Well, see, I'm just thinking you got three cats. And I know. Like, what if a cat what was is this on lovely fire? thing? Bloop. I always worry Smack about that. It. That's something I got the candle holder. It's like a tall tin box that the cats can't get into. Yeah. Oh, that's that's terrifying. I know. I it has made me a nervous wreck all week, and now I'm uh, like, what if I left a candle burning? I haven't lit a candle all week, but what still. else have I done? I know. Uh, see, okay. Do you have a gas house? Uh, we have you... a. Our heat is gas, and then okay. everything else is electric. Cause, I don't think I could ever live in anything that had gas because I'm afraid of like a gas leak and I'm exploding. So afraid. We had a gas leak like a year mm. ago. It was awful. We came home from vacation, and Richard was like, do you smell gas? We got out of the car, and we heard this, like, Yeah. Like, fuck. So we checked the meter, and this thing is just, like, fully open, just leaking gas everywhere. Wow. And we run inside and check the cats, and they're just like, hey, what's up? So, like, they survived the gas leak, thank God. Yeah. And so we called Atmos, and uh, they came out, and they were like, oh, yeah, we have to shut this off like you could have died this is a ticking time bomb <laughs> so they had to like thanks yeah it's very terrifying that's what you want to come back home from vacation to is a house exploded three dead cats yeah good god that's terrifying yeah see i just i just don't want to have to deal with that no gas is scary you like, never want to think about that i i really want to convert it to an electric because you hear the stories about like love gas but i, just I don't, don't get it's, it it's cheap as hell but like it's so dangerous <laughs> I people have, you know, water heaters that, like, explode through their roofs and shit. I don't want that to be yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you've almost burned down a house. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have you been doing? Um, oh, you know what? I uh, I talked to... This kind of... Okay, this kind of ties into our, our main topic for today. So okay. I sent an email to a place called Makerspace. Have you heard of them? Yes. So what Makerspace is, is they have, like free classes for crafting like any kind of crafts really they have um fibers and like wood craft metal stuff they also have a 3d printing machine they do yeah which is awesome um it's like 60 bucks a month to join it and then uh-huh. everything not everything but like a lot of the classes are free mm-hmm. um and you know i have that lathe that has just been sitting <laughs> Yes. Outside for a very long time collecting yes. dust. So I told them, I was like, hey, I have this old lathe that I don't want. Do you want it? And they were like, that's awesome. Uh, uh, send us pictures of it. And so I sent them, you know, photos and stuff. And I'm going to yeah. see if they'll accept it as a donation because I just. I really thought you were just going to say, I'm going to go to this ma- makerspace, get into woodworking again, and use my lathe. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. over it. No, I mean, I've tried to use my lathe at home, and it's it's not something that brings me joy. Yeah. It was fun to take a class on it, and I just got, like, over-enthusiastic and bought 
all the tools I mean, and shit. It's it's like always fun to learn a new thing, but that doesn't mean it's a thing that's going to stick with you forever. You know? Exactly. Like, hey, I dabbled. That that was neat. Yeah, it's fun to dabble, and that is what I like to do. Is I dabble. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if I can donate it to them and have tons of people get use out of it, I think yeah. that's a much better... Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like, like that's really good. Passing I mean, it on I, to people that are going to use it I know it you've been enjoyment. trying to sell it. Yeah. You know, but like, you're helping somebody learn something new. Yes. You know? And that's cool. That's fantastic. And hopefully, I'm going to get... I'm going to go to like the open house that they have on Thursday and see okay. if um, I want to join up. Because it's 60 bucks a month, and if you go to, like, four classes, it's 15 bucks a week. Yeah. So, it's not bad. Okay. Well, so, speaking of getting into dabbling into things, we got another email from Ferdin. Another one. Another one. Oh, my goodness. He just thinks he's a regular Haley. Haley, you gotta catch up. Come on. So, uh, this is actually a pretty interesting one, too. He writes some good ones. He does. So, it says... Hey, Robert and Kelsey. Hey. After listening to the podcast tonight, it kind of made me realize I can't think of anything I'm really good at in particular. (laughs) As depressing as that sounds, it's also made me realize I'm pretty mediocre at a lot of things. But I feel like... (laughs) But I feel like in the last... I mean, I know some things he's great at. Yeah. Have you seen the glitter beard? Oh, my God. No one has that on point like he does. Beautiful. He's a master at it. But I feel like in the last few years of my adulthood... I've dipped a toe into a bunch of shit. I try to cook new things. Uh, I've actually used the sushi maker that I and Taylor got for him one Christmas to make various semi-sushi things, although completely unrelated to sushi. What? Uh, I took up... That's what he wrote. I tried to make various semi-sushi things, completely unrelated to sushi. How's that semi-sushi thing? What is a semi-sushi thing? I'm imagining it's just like... Just I made rice dogs. in it. <laughs> I I just I just rolled up a hot dog and some seaweed. <laughs> it, it was good. Gross. Uh, he took up uh, fish keeping on a whim, uh-huh. and uh, he's kept up with that for a while. I know we had tons of snails and stuff that he was so proud of. Yes, so proud of all these snails. Uh, became really into indoor plants, and even started to dabble in photography. All more or less self-taught through Google and YouTube. But my question is, what is the last thing that you taught yourself or researched just for fun? What have you been gaining an interest in? And what kind of hobby out there do you have aside from cat art for you (laughs) and steelbook collecting for me? (laughs) That's a good email. That's a good question. Um, I do want to point out that he didn't even include tarot card reading or crystal wrapping, which he's really, really good at both of those. Yeah, dude. Like, I still have my crystal. Me too. Yeah, like use that shit all the time to ward off stuff. <laughs> ward off the evil. And, and then he's gonna write in and go, "Oh, I gave you this one. It doesn't do that. It doesn't do shit." I'm holding it up, be gone, Satan! And it's just like <laughs> a rock. <laughs> a rock. I got a rock. <laughs> okay, so, so what is the last thing you taught yourself or researched just for fun? The last thing that I taught myself... I'm going to say the obvious one for both of us is podcasting. Yeah, I'm going to have to say editing I've never done before. 
But uh, I kind of just jumped right into that and when we started this. And you've gotten pretty darn good at it because there's some stupid shit that we've said and done that doesn't make it into the final things, thank God. I will say, I've, I've been like, oh wow, like this isn't as hard as I thought. And it feels like it's just getting so much easier and I am cranking them out way faster. Yeah. Podcasting, which is good. it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot to learn about it, but at the same time... It feels like there's too much to learn about it. Oh, there's man. a really low skill level, but a high skill cap, you know? Dude, if you go back and listen to, like, some of our first ones, yeah. we are talking over each other nonstop. I know. We're just like, oh, no, 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 And also our levels are just all, all fucking, we were echoey and shit. Yeah. Like, so, think, we just came that good in, like, 25 episodes. How much better are we going to be 25 more? Exactly. Like, it's... It's just something that you have to have just jumped into, and now we, like, are really good with the pauses, like, coming up with what's next. I mean, we we still don't really do, like, a structure. We pretty much wing it. Yeah. Every time. We really do. <laughs> because you get the most genuine reactions that way. It's the way to be. So, that is very obvious and very true. Yeah. Definitely the podcasting side. Um, what have I been gaining interest in, though? Well, okay, hang on. It says, or researched for fun. I literally research everything all the time for fun. <laughs> Just go down, like, a Google hole and stuff. So, like, uh, alright, so today. Uh, I, well, I watched 47 Meters Down yesterday. The shark movie? Yeah. Did you, like, cover your eyes the whole time? Uh, just in one part. <laughs> they, they were, they were swimming, they were swimming up. And they were in the open water, but they had to decompress or else they'd get the bends, right? Oh, no, you don't want the bends. Yeah, so they're just hovering in open water, and it's dark. So they light up their flare, and there's just three sharks, like, right there. Yeah, that's... So uh... I was like, Mom, butthole! <laughs> <laughs> it's so clenched! That's spooky. Yeah, that part freaked me out. But so, I was watching that, and uh, so pretty much after I watch anything that I like, I pretty much read everything about it. Yeah. So I read where the idea came from. Then I read, oh, well, where'd this director come from? Oh, look at all these other movies that he's made. Oh, I didn't know he made that movie. And just kind of researched everything about this one guy because I happened to watch that movie. Yeah. I have an aside about movies that is totally not about hobbies or anything. Oh my god. I just watched, like, the best documentary I've ever seen last night. So, do you know the magician The Amazing Jonathan? I'm going to say no. I think you would probably know him if you saw him. He's like a a comedy magician who essentially has like one routine that he's done for 30 years. The Amazing Jonathan? Yeah. If you just like see a picture. Yeah, I totally know his face. Yes. So. Okay. He apparently, so this documentary starts out like this dude is talking to Amazing Jonathan and uh, so he got a diagnosis that He's got, like, cardiomyopathy or something, and so he only had okay. a year left to live. And that was in 2014, and he's okay. still kicking it. <laughs> yeah. So the the documentary starts, you know, documenting him and his illness, but, like, within the first 15 minutes, you also learn that he's addicted to speed. Okay. And he's, like, trying to get the documentarian to do speed with him on camera, and the guy's like, oh my God. I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, no, thank you. And then... The dude hires a second documentary crew 
to also do a documentary on him while the first crew is doing it, but they can't document each other. So there's like some weird headbutting happening. Okay. And it, I, I, I can't, I don't want to give anything else away. This sounds like away. the like, messiest documentary ever made. Dude, you have no idea. There were, we were watching it in bed and by the end of it, we were both on our feet yelling. Like... It was the wildest fucking roller coaster. I was like, "Are you serious? What the fuck is this guy doing?" Like, it gets it gets wild. I highly recommend it. I think it's just called um, okay. the Amazing Jonathan Documentary. So it's right here. Uh, it just says Untitled Amazing Jonathan Documentary. Yes, you've got to watch it. It's on Hulu. I think it's Hulu original. It is yes. fascinating. Okay. Like, I was screaming at the end of it, just like yelling. Okay. I mean, that's how I felt. Um, did you ever watch the one about the killer whale that lived in Canada? No. Free Willy? Um, no. So. Free Poutine? Whale documentary. So it's, um, oh. <laughs> it's called The Whale. Oh. <laughs> like, very, very original name. Oh, that one. The uh, Whale. It's, it's narrated by Ryan Reynolds. Does right? he play The Whale? No. No. So he's from Canada, so it's just like, yeah, dude, this is from, like, my hometown. Like, check this out. I forget that he's Canadian. Yeah. So everybody was talking about this when it came out. So this is not Blackfish. Blackfish is the one that made SeaWorld look evil and, like, made, like, Shamu no longer able to be in the shows and stuff, you know? Yeah. SeaWorld is is called The Whale, and it's about a little baby whale... That washed up in this, like, cove of Aww. this town, right? It's a true and story? It, yeah. And it just grows up living in this place, and all the people grow to love him, right? Yeah. And it's just about this whale that lives there. And I was like, who who gives a shit? And by the end, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life! <laughs> I give so many shits about this whale. It's the coolest thing, because it's true. And so much happens. Like, real life is really cool sometimes. Dude, I fucking love documentaries because they just pack so much sometimes into, like, it'll start out as one thing and then it quickly turns into something else. And you're like, I care so much about this leaf and this caterpillar and their journey. So, I know people probably won't care, but there is a God of War documentary that came out for the one year anniversary of this newest game that came out. Okay. It is two hours. God damn. And I was riveted the whole time. Like, I thought I would kind of start it and be like, alright, maybe I'll watch it in bits and pieces, right? Yeah. I could not stop watching it. I was on the edge of my seat, and I already know what happens. <laughs> I I know the game came out. I played it. But there's so many times where, like, shit was going so bad for them, they were like, the studio may close. Oh my god. Like... Like, this has to work, or we don't have jobs. Man. Like, like we gotta make this work, and we gotta be able to prove that it's gonna work. And right now, it looks like shit, and everyone hates it. Oh. And it's them, like, just doing all the stuff to make this work. And when it pays off, all the times that it pays off, you feel so fulfilled for them. I love that. Right? It was great, so I totally know what you mean, because I did not think I would care about how they made God of War. Yeah. Know? Or for this whale. But shit, I cried <laughs> at that fucking whale one, man. 
please watch it. It may be on Netflix still. That's where it was. Okay, I'm gonna back look in it up. Uh, it's it's just interesting. It's just a whale that lives in this 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 place, and like everybody grows to love him, and he's like part of the daily routine for this town. That's really sweet. Like fishermen go out there, and like he comes up to the boats Aww. and they pet him and stuff. Like like he's a member of the community. Beautiful. That's very cool. Very cool. Oh, shit. I have something else that's going to bring us oh my God. back to our okay. main topic, I promise. Okay. So I've been watching this series on Netflix <coughs> called Blown Away. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. So they have, like, a bunch of different glass blowers. I think they start out with ten glass blowers, and it's a competitive show. So okay. they each have to make... I'm already hooked. <clears throat> it's so cool, like, man. So they competitive glass blowing? Yes. They have to make a piece every show that fits, like, a certain theme. So, like... One show, they're making lamps, and, like, one show, they're making stuff about their family, and... I, can I can I just say, you're not allowed to buy anything that makes glass. No, fuck Just no. because you watch this. Okay? No. <laughs> so, I mean, even just to, to do anything with glass, you have to have a giant, enormous kiln thing that heats yeah. to 2,000 degrees, and I'm not about that life. That is so yeah, it's scary. It's too hot me. here already. It is too hot. <laughs> but like it just it's a really it's a beautiful show because glass blowing is fascinating to me. Yeah. And just like watching the people do it, I'm like, I could never do that shit. What are they even doing? It's like magic molding that shiny, shiny goo into pretty, pretty sculptures. I mean <sighs> I don't know how people learn some of the things that they learn. I know. Like it and so... those people that are on there, they're like I have like 30 years of experience in the industry so I kind of know what I'm doing and they'll still Wakanda. make a whole piece and then it fucking shatters and they're like I guess I'll start over I'm like you just finished how are you gonna start <laughs> over <laughs> so Ugh. I watched a thing on Netflix it's a new cooking show right oh yeah now when I watch cooking shows it makes me want I don't want to learn how to cook because it's too complicated but I just wish I inherently knew because they make <laughs> it look so much fun yeah right? But so, this one's called The Final Table. Oh, yeah. I think I've watched some of that. Okay, so it's where, like, it's not, like, uh, Nailed It or the other stuff where it's, like, people that kind of don't know what they're doing. It's, like, experts, These are people right? that have, like, yeah, they have, like, awards. Like, yeah. these are real deal people. And it's, like, so they have to make a food from, like, a country, Right? Uh huh. And I only watched the first one, and they were like, You're gonna make food from Mexico, and the food is tacos. Okay. And so, like, there's this dude, he's like, he's cooked for presidents, he's cooked for, like, prime ministers, all this stuff. He has, like, these big five star restaurants, he has all these awards, and he goes, I've never made a taco, never eaten a taco. What? I don't know what I'm gonna do. What? Yeah. How do you not know how to make a taco? He didn't know what to do. It's literally just a shell and then some and meat. They hated his taco. What did he do? <coughs> he made like a sushi taco thing. Okay, that's where you went wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's what Ferdin's semi-sushi things are. It's just like taco so. meat rolled up in a tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> so the number one thing that... Uh, the judges hated from almost every taco was they go, there's no spice here. Like, it tastes good, but a taco is spicy. Got to make it spicy. It's Mexico. Like, I need spice. Yeah. 
And so almost like every taco was like hated. That's lame. From from these big name people, right? But like so you're watching these glass blowers, right? Yeah. No matter how much you learn about a thing, there's got to be something that you don't know about that thing still. Yeah. You know? Just like stuff that you learn and experience in the field. Like these people even they were learning from each other, which is beautiful, you know? Like, there's people that have been in the industry. There was one lady who was on the show. She's like, I haven't blown glass in four years, but I'm going to get up a shot. I'm like, it's it's so, like, particular. And so, like, it's a hot blob of liquid. It, it's so fascinating to me. I don't know. Like, just, just the way that they turn, like, grains of sand into yeah. hot, colorful liquid. And then at the end, it's a fucking chandelier. Like, how do you do that? But fucking magic. Yeah, fucking magic, man. Glass yeah, magic. Man. So you've been gaining interest in glass blowing, I take it. I mean interest in a cursory way, just like watching it. I don't know. I yeah. feel I feel like there's such a difference in the creative process when you're removed from the situation that you created in, if that makes yeah. any sense. So like when I was in art school there was a community of artists that were constantly making stuff and like feeding off of each other, doing collaborations together. You always have inspiration because your friend is doing something cool and you're like, Ooh, I want to do something like that too. And so you have like people to talk to people to kind of like play in the space with. And when you're removed from an environment like that, like 10 years post college, this lady going, going, Hey, I haven't blown glass in four years. (laughs) Like, how do you have the courage to go on a glass blowing competition when you haven't touched the medium for four years? Like, that's nuts yeah. to me. And I mean, she she did well. She did some cool stuff. Yeah. There was one chick on there who's like my fucking spirit animal. She made <laughs> the the challenge was to make a uh, a wine glass and then a decanter for it. And okay. so she made a wine glass that you're supposed to like balance in your cleavage at the club and then oh my god <laughs> her decanter was a fanny pack that you wear and like as you dance it aerates the wine <laughs> she like was demonstrating it she's like you know like this and just like wiggling all over the place alright and I'm watching this during dinner tonight yeah you've gotta watch like, it I'm it's watching so the show good. so funny I'm very intrigued but first anyway. of all I love like the competition shows yes me too which I hate myself for liking them because they're all the same. It's so American. Like the needless drama, like, who's gonna win? What's happening? You yeah. Know? There's but only like, one ice cream machine. How are they both gonna get it done? But it's just cool to watch these people, like, overcome an obstacle to produce something great, even if it's not perfect, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's kind of fun. Yeah. So they have this, like, collaborative environment happening, and... Yeah. And... Just to be in that environment is so different than what, for example, my or your life is like now. Like, to yeah. have no peers that are doing the same thing that you're doing, just to be on your own and have to kind of inspire yourself. It's a yeah. lot more difficult to create stuff in that type of way, I think. True. I don't know if it's if I'm just, like, talking myself in circles or something. <laughs> Um, I don't think I've ever told it on here, but one of our friends is actually writing a book. Really? Yeah. Who? And so, uh, our friend Mary. Oh. She's, like, writing, like, a full-blown, like, novel. Nice. 
just because she was like, I would like to do that now. See? And has just been cranking this shit out. Isn't and so I have. Shit? Yeah. And so I have the manuscript because I'm supposed to help edit it. That's awesome. And it's really cool. Like, it's really neat. I wish I could write. But yeah, like, but like, how do you just go like, I'm going to do this. I know. You know? Because like, I have a thing that I would like to make and I have no idea how to go about it. Is it a movie? Because so, I know you've always wanted to make a movie. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> You say it with such dejection. <laughs> because I don't know what to do with that. And I talk myself out of it all the time because I'm like, there's no way that, that it can happen. See, it's so easy to talk yourself out of a creative project. That's the problem. When, yeah. you, when you don't have anybody who's like there pushing you, being your champion to be like, you can do this. You've got this. You have the tools at your disposal. Make the magic. Exactly. So remember when I was asking for that script writing thing? Yes. It's because that's what I was trying to do with it. I thought you were making a movie. Yeah. Trying to lie to me. Yeah. I can't go into more than that because, well, that goes into another Ferdin email about our whole Truman Show lives. So (laughs) can't let that one slip. All right. But so then he says, what have you been gaining an interest in? So I have a hobby that I actually would like to get into, but I don't want to until I have my own house. What is that hobby? So... So I have, like, you know, the game room, right? And I do, like, the TV and all the big stuff, right? Yeah. I really want to get into, like, the sound system side of it. To, like, really engineer that shit? Yeah. Like, I've looked at, like, buying my own speakers and my own receiver and, like, cutting my own wires. Whoa. And, like, where it's all supposed to go. And I'm like, if I get this, I can't live in this apartment because people will die. People would just get blown away. The THX noise comes out and just stabs you in the heart. I just imagine, like, it goes, and just, like, skin starts to, like, rip off your body. It's like, Aah! By the end, it's just your skeleton sitting there with a big smile on his face, like, I did it. I have tamed the colorful snakes. So, like, I'm really trying to learn about it, because I would like to build it, but then I'm like, why, why should I learn it now? Because I'm not going to do it yet. You know? Yeah, that's always hard to, like, give yourself a reason to do something. Like, I I have a hobby similar to that, or not similar to that, but, like, I have a problem similar to that with a hobby that I have been wanting to start. Okay. So, we live in a house, but yeah, we don't have, like... Okay, so I'm just going to say the hobby. It's going to sound okay. weird, but Richard and I are both into this. We really love model trains. You guys are such nerds. I know. It's such, like, an old nerd thing to love. Dude, you are going to have, like, a train that runs across the ceiling throughout, like, every room. We fucking want that. It's so cool. Are you kidding? Those little model trains. I don't know. There's something about them, man. That little chug-a-chug. I just... Dude, everybody loves model trains, and that's one thing I've never understood. (laughs) They're just cool to me. I don't know. And, like, I really love to see when you go to, like... For example, the Gaylord Texan. You ever been there? Okay. Yes. They have a really cool model train thing that they do during Christmas uh-huh. where it's like a whole ass village and okay. the little train like runs through it and there's like little houses with snow on the roof and trees and people inside and I'm just like, oh, I want to I wanna make okay. those tiny people out of clay. So question. What? Why is this something that you don't think you can get into yet? I just don't think we have the room. I just, where are we going to put... A model train and like what, dude? Get rid of that ping pong table and just make that whole space 
<laughs> this like this like mountaintop. You haven't been in my house in a train. long time. We no longer have the ping pong table. <laughs> well, so what's in there? That's our like living room now. <sighs> and now the old living room is the new dining room. It's a whole thing. Oh my god, fine. But essentially, there's no, like, I feel like we'd have to have a dedicated train room, which sounds insane in the first place. I mean, that's, how's that any different than me having, like, a dedicated game room? Like, this is, this is a room where the TV gets to do its magic, you it's know? true, yeah. Why not say, this is a room where the train gets to go, <laughs> all day long? <laughs> like, I don't see anything that weird about having a train room. I don't know. I just, I feel like, like, but, but I have to say I have a train room. I know. It's my shame room. Like we keep the door closed. People ask what's in that room. I don't want to show you <laughs> like, and then stuffing my and conductor hat hear, in like, the pocket. Richard in the back. And he's just like, go, go. Woo-woo. <laughs> Whoa, slow ahead. <laughs> Cows on the tracks. Oh my God. And you're just like, he's watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, a, it's an interactive movie. It's a bander train. I don't know. <laughs> Trainer snatch. No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's like way worse. <laughs> so then do like the whole like hanging up the like tracks and it just runs like up high. But then like and what then, if the know, cats want to get to it and they climb the wall and they pull the train down? They can't climb the wall. They're not spider cats. Sometimes, man. Have you seen my cats? How high have they gotten? Pretty high. Like, they did this fucking thing where they'll, like... So I have the cat trees, you know, in the corner of the room. And they'll, like, get to the top of the cat tree and then just stand on their hind legs at the top and rear back and just go, ah! Like, they they want to touch (laughs) the ceiling. They just yell at the ceiling. Oh, my God. Like, I want to go higher! So I would would have the track, and it runs pretty much, like, close to the wall, right? Yeah. But in the corners, it, like, bows way out so they can't ever get to it. Thank you for planning out my imaginary train track with me. <laughs> I like already see it, and it's and it's really cool. See, I just need to cool? do it. I mean, I don't want it, <laughs> but I would be happy for you. Yeah, and I just, Richard, that's like one of the those weird like fringe hobbies that we've always kind of had our eye on, but never bothered to put money into. Because like, how much money do you want to spend on a little train that you can't show other people? <laughs> I gotta say, that's. That's just one thing that I've never, never, never looked at. (laughs) So I know that, you know, cosplay is like a hobby. Yes. You know, we have tons of friends that do that. Yeah. And that's one I never really got that big into as well. Maybe we should have some of them on sometime. That would be very cool. That would be cool. Just to see what that's like, because I know there's like a whole, I almost want to say like a hierarchy to that stuff. There's Like like... there's, like, the people that are, like, the gods of cosplay that, like, are everywhere that, like, people know. Yeah, the big you know? social media names that you recognize. Yeah, and then it kind of, like, goes down. Yeah. That seems like it's too hard to stay into. It just, there's, it's such a fast, competitive field. They had a competition show for that, too, didn't they? There was, like, a cosplay oh, thing man. on sci-fi. I think there was, actually, yeah. I forget what it was called, but I wonder if it's so, still happening. Uh, Chive will do like a, hey, look at this person that's really good at cosplay galleries sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm combing through it and I'm like, this movie just came out and you already have like five cosplays from it? They go so fast. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, when video games come out, they'll 
get some some cosplayers will go the mile to get like official art from the developers prior to release of the video game. Yeah. And then make a costume based on that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, so, that is so cool. And also a little bit insane. Well, a lot of companies now, they just go, we are releasing this stuff because we know you're going to do it. Like they've started to release <laughs> that as well as the game. That's, you know, awesome. Uh, I actually knew some people that were contacted by the game people. And it's like, Hey, we're making this game. Can you get a cosplay ready? beforehand to kind of like help promote it like at the same yeah. time and that's like high up in the cosplay hierarchy i feel probably so like i remember one of the first times that me and desi went to comic-con we were called up to go to some photo shoot thing and this lady gets in the elevator with us and i think gears of war 3 was coming out and i'm like oh yeah she looks cool and desi just had this face <laughs> like this starstruck face and the girl walks out, and I was like, I mean, that Gears cosplay was like, all right. And she's like, do you even know who that was? <laughs> and I've already forgotten the name, but she was like one of, like, the people, and she did not talk to us. All right. Yeah, she was just like, ooh, look at these people and their crappy cosplays. <laughs> Gross. And so, yeah, I pretty much, the only interest I got right now is I really want, I'm just really into media type stuff, like... Whatever the newest technology is for media, I want to know how it works, and I want to know if it's even worth implementing. You yeah. Know? So, if I ever do get the house and I get all the stuff, you gotta come over to do Dolby Atmos. Okay. <laughs> so I want to learn how to put, like, speakers in the ceiling so the sound goes over you. Oh, man. But that sounds too fancy. No, that sounds exactly right. But I want it. Like, I just, I just want to know. Because I've even gone to, like, uh, Best Buy and been like, can you, like, demo this for me? And I don't, I don't really understand it still. <laughs> so maybe I just need to buy it and put it in my own house. And I go, oh, yeah, that sure doesn't work well. Okay. Oops. There's $15,000, 15, $1,500 oh, gone. God, a $15,000 speaker, can you imagine? I can. What would that sound like? Just pure diamonds. Yeah. So, when pricing it, it's, it's like, some speakers come in a pair, so you get, like, two of them. Like, you get the left and the right, and then some are just by themselves. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's, like, $2,000. That's so much. To do, like, a good one. Yeah, but that's know? future-proofing it, too, right? Like, you would have that sound system for a couple of, uh, a long time. <laughs> uh, no, probably, yeah, just, like, the rest of my life. Yeah. I would never have to replace that shit. Just leave it forever. So, not too much that I, if I get interested in something, it's like a new movie, like a new game or something, you know, but like as a hobby, my hobbies still stay the same. It's movies and games. Yeah. But just what's the latest in those fields, you know? Right. So, good question, Ferdin. Very good question. I'm sorry I don't have more hobbies. I can't get into more stuff. I'm tapped out at games and movies. Okay, so then the last thing he has... Uh, what's a kind of out there hobby that you have aside from your cat? So basically our, uh, hoarding of different items. <laughs> I don't know if hoarding is considered a hobby. I mean, collecting is hoarding and that is considered a hobby. I don't know. There's I like kind stamp, of collect. Stamp collecting? Yeah. Stamp collecting could be stamp hoarding. That's true. I mean, it depends on the amount and the quality. Exactly. 
I kind of hoard hobbies, honestly. Like like you said earlier, I, I like to dabble in stuff. Like I know a little well, bit of crochet. I know a well, little bit of knitting. I have my lathe here in case I want to lathe. Yeah. But then my crochet corner is over there. I'm knitting this noose for myself right now. Knitting a noose? <laughs> <laughs> so cozy. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I just like to do... I love crafting of all varieties, and just learning a new one is always so exciting to me. I'd say I'd say your out there hobby is looking into other hobbies. Yeah, that's that's just about like right. hey, what's a different thing that people do? Oh, I see that. I wish I could, but I'm not gonna. You know, one thing that not a lot of people are into geocaching. Uh, you're gonna have to tell me what that is. Really? Okay, so yeah. geocaching is like. There's an app for it. There's a few apps for it. But essentially what it is, is there's like little treasure caches hidden out in the world everywhere. And okay. people log the location of them on this app. And so you find the GPS coordinates, you go to the location, you find the cache, and then you open it up. And sometimes there's like little coins inside or like a little figurine or something. Sometimes it's just a notebook. And what you do is you write down your name and when you found it and then you put it back and then the next person finds it so it's almost like a time capsule but it's just whoever finds it next yeah and if you take something from the cache you're expected to leave something so it's not like empty for the next person who finds it it's really it's it's kind of video game-esque because you're you know you have the general location of an item and you don't know what it looks like so you just go there and you're like okay so i'm looking for probably a small box Maybe yeah. it's in the tree, or maybe it's, you know, buried in the ground. Maybe it's in plain sight, and you just aren't seeing it. It's really cool. That sounds weird. It's fun to do, but you can't do it in the fucking summer because it's, you know, <laughs> death degrees outside. Sounds kind of like Pokemon going, just walking around outside, yeah. hoping the good things will happen. Yeah, so I think I'm going to pick that back up in fall, actually. I haven't done it in a few years. <sighs> I, It's got too many Pokemon in it now, and I can't do it. No, not Pokemon. Go geocaching. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, you will have to send us photos of the stuff that you find. Yes. I can't think of anything out there. I pretty much have, like, the things the things that I like, and I just kind of stick to them. Yeah. That's why I want to join that Makerspace place. Just, like, learn new hobbies, you know? Learn something else. Yeah, I pretty much just collect my weird stuff. I'm getting tired of... I just have of... way too much weird stuff. That's what that's what life the spice of life is in the weird stuff. I like the weird stuff. <laughs> like you gotta shake it up, you can't leave it too normal, you know. Yeah. I really can't think of one. <laughs> no other weird hobbies? I don't think so. Like, I'm trying to think of anything that I do besides watch movies, play games. Go to bed, watch movies, play games, go to bed. That's what my life has been like, and that's exactly why I wanna get a new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like, I can't just play Overwatch every day for the rest of my life. I've got to do something else or I'm going to That's die. That's why you got to play a new game all the time. Like, I'm always like I'm always playing games, but it's always a new game. I don't like, know. I, I never just have feel like one I that I live in. too much at my computer. Like, I'm sitting at my computer all day at work. And then yeah. when work is over, I just move to the fun computer. Like, that's not a way to live. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's terrible. It's unhealthy. I, mean, I sit at a computer at work and then I sit in front of... Just a bigger monitor like my TV when I come home. Yeah, that's exactly it. And then you look at your phone until you go to bed. Uh, I don't really do that. 
Really? I just move from no. screen to screen to screen until I fucking die. <laughs> like, when I go to bed, I'm usually watching something on the TV. Ah, see? And at the screen. Your yeah, hobby but it's is still screen like watching. the TV, though. Yeah. I like to look at stuff. Show me stuff to look at. <laughs> I'd say now my only other weird hobby is podcast stuff. Yeah. Like, this is trying a weird to get hobby. into them, listen to them. I mean, us just kind of talking to each other is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing weirder than a phone call, honestly, but we're recording it. And then going, do you want to hear our conversation? Y'all want to listen to it? We're funny, I promise. Like, do you want to know? <laughs> right now, I think my only other weird one is, and I'm glad that I got you on it, too, is TikTok. Oh, my God. I'm so mad at you, you for getting me into TikTok. I got you so hooked. I hate it so much. I can't leave it. But it's so good, right? God, I'll just, like, sit there and just fucking swipe through that For You feed, and I look at the clock, and I'm like, six hours past. <laughs> Who am I? So I'm insanely happy because most of the stuff that you've sent me is stuff that I've already liked. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool. We have similar tastes. This okay. is good. Like, I've never really been someone to be on a social media site yeah. that much. But I'm on TikTok a lot. Like, yeah. I, got, I, I can't lie. I am on that a lot. It's probably the worst thing I've downloaded on my phone just because I can't put my phone down now. Oh, my God. Well, now I'm in the stupid My Little Pony game, collecting coins and shit. That sucks. <laughs> That's your weird new hobby. But is it that weird? Funny? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Ferdin, for that email. Making that was a us good one. Contemplate what we want to do with our lives. Very deep. So, uh, I do want to give one little update, Kelsey. Yes. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while... Or since the beginning, you will know about the nasty, stinky Bendy that eats socks that resides in this humble abode. Well, last week, uh, she got really, really sick very, very suddenly, and we had to put her down. Yeah. So, I just want to say, I love you, Bendy. Um, it was really crazy. Like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it happened really super suddenly and unexpectedly, which is one of the worst things that can happen, honestly. But yeah. at least, you know, she didn't suffer long, and you guys gave her yeah. a really, really good life with the short time that you had her. Well, thank you. So, listeners, if you've ever lost a pet or whatever, um, I feel like it helps to talk about it more. You don't keep those feelings just inside, so if... If any of you are going through anything, you can tell us about it. We don't have to read it on the show, but if you just want someone to read it and go, I understand, feel free to write to us. Like, that's totally cool. Yeah, absolutely. We will light a candle in memorial of your pet, and I will remember to eventually blow the candle out so I don't burn my house down. Please do. Please do. So, and also, while you're out there sending us that sad stuff, uh, go ahead and tell us what your weird hobby is, because it's probably equally as sad. (laughs) It's not sadder than trains. I mean, I have I have my little pony Dungeons and Dragon dice, Kelsey. Robert, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Someone told me about those and I legit was like, I'm gonna have to buy these even though I don't play that. <laughs> so I have that now. Alright. 
Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow our beautiful audience. We want more of you. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your very favorite platforms. You never, ever miss an episode. We release weekly every darn Monday. Every single one. Every darn Monday. Every darn Monday. Next Monday, what I want you to do is sneak up behind your best friend. Just slip an earbud in there. Just gently slip an earbud in there. What's that? It's us. It's us talking to them. Hey, guys. You're our listener now. If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that helps us so, so much. Please, please give us reviews. If you like what you hear, it helps out so much to get a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. That's the place to do it. Uh, If you would like to reach out to us, not just in a review, but anywhere else on social media, you can find us and friend us at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget, we have the Facebook page. We got all of them. Everywhere you go, Yimtope, all over the place. Everywhere. Uh, if you would like to send us a listener mail about anything, if you want to give us a topic, like some of our fine, fine listeners do here, you can email us at ymbtoap at gmail.com. And please, please send us a listener mail. We love these things. Tell us about your weird hobbies. Like, do you carve your own Dungeons and Dragon dice? <laughs> that sounds awesome. It really does sound cool. Like, there's probably a guy who does glass blowing, but makes, like, glass dice. I don't know if you can make glass dice. Uh, maybe, I don't know. You glass blowers could do fucking anything. Well, I mean, I kind of figure you would be rolling them on something soft. Yeah. And not from real high. Just gently roll them, please. I worked so hard on these glass dice. Do not throw them across the room. And don't let them clink together, please. Like, One roll them time. in separate bowls. <laughs> Thank you. Separate padded bowls. Speaking to that, I actually did buy, like, like a dice bowl for playing d and I have one of those. It's like a big velvet box with leather sides. Yeah, so this one is, like, it's flat, but you button the edges, and it makes, like, I guess it's a hexagonal one. Okay. Shape. Cute. And then you just kind of, like, roll it in there, and then when you're done, you unbutton all the things, and it's flat, easy to store. Wonderful. Okay, our theme song is The Great Maper Blows the Horn by Firaj. Please check him out on YouTube. His hobby is writing cool music. As always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Fuck, I gotta come up with a burning question. <laughs> I thought you'd go, what's that noise? Choo-choo! <laughs> good one. <laughs>